Welcome, welcome to today's lesson. Which should you write first? Lyrics, melody, or chords? My name is Dan Spencer. My company is Best Music Coach, and we exist to get you from where you are now to your dream musical. Your dream musicals, which you've always wanted to do. Read, write, understand, play, music, whatever it is. We're here to get you there. So, Someone actually asked me this question in the Facebook group, which, by the way, if you're not in yet, if you're on uh, YouTube, go ahead, check the description. Uh, come hang out in my Facebook group. It's free. And they said, well, look, which should I do first? Should I write the lyrics first? Should I create the melody of my song first? Or should I write the chords first? Now, I'm going to give you the three-second answer, which is going to answer this question, and then I'll actually break it down and get you a little bit more value. So the three-second answer is it doesn't matter. Like, go ahead. You're done. That's the rest of your day. Go do whatever you want. But if you'd like a little bit more in-depth information as to why it does not matter and also how to understand the flow I use for writing songs, I'll break that down. And if you're saying, well, hang on a second. You just said you're a music teacher, and now you're going to teach me how to write songs. Well, what songs have you written? Well, I've actually written and co-written a couple songs that have charted on such charts as Beatport and other indie dance music charts. So I've actually written a couple dance music songs that charted and did kind of okay. So I do have quite a bit of experience of writing songs, writing songs that other people agreed were okay. So that's why you should listen to me. I've also been teaching music for over 10 years. I've written two uh, books that have hit number one bestseller on Amazon. But anyway, so look, let's go one at a time. The big, the big thing here is that a lot of times when you have an idea for a song, you might have a fragment of an idea, a piece of an idea. You know, you might hear a little bit of a melody or you might have an idea of a line of lyrics. Sometimes it comes to you together at the same time. And by the way, we're not, we're not going to unpack today what to do when you're inspired, what to do when you're not inspired. We'll do that another time. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Basically, you can think about it this way. If your idea comes to you, whether it's the fragment of a melody, fragment of lyrics, the first thing you should do is record it instantly. Now, I actually had this conversation with someone else in my free Facebook group who was like, Dan, you know, I have all these ideas for songs, but it's taking me so long because I have to go sit down with my guitar and figure out the melody, and then by that time, I kind of forget the melody. And I was like, look, all you got to do is take a voice recorder on your phone and just ba 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 sing the idea into your voice recorder as fast as you can, because look, what counts here is not what instrument am I playing to get this idea down. All that counts at this stage in the game is that you are literally recording the idea to have it for later. That's the whole goal. So whenever you have an idea for a song, always go the fastest route possible from A to B of having the idea and getting the idea down on paper, or rather, in some kind of form where you can hear it, because possibly writing it down is going to take you longer than just ba 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 singing it into your phone. So you should always sing into your phone. Or if you have some f sort of fancy, you know, computer DAW setup, digital audio workstation, where you have a microphone and everything, then you can go hit record on that if that's always set up and always ready to go. But otherwise, you know, your phone's there, record it. If you don't have your phone, you can always go old school, grab yourself a little MP3 recorder, or if you want to go really old school, get yourself one of those little mini tape recorders. So that's what you should do with ideas. Now, let's get into talking about once you have that idea, what to do with it. Now, I am personally of the opinion that it really depends on the genre that you're writing in for which should come first, lyrics, melody, 
or the chords or the harmony. Now, here's the reason why. If you're writing a pop song, and I'm going to extend pop song to be like anything that's like R&B, anything with a story, basically. So I'm actually going to include folk. I'm going to say pop. When I say pop, understand I'm saying things that are not pop. I'm saying folk, blues, funk, rock, metal, hard rock. I mean, all modern genres where you have a singer singing a, singing a story of sorts, right? And then you have music. So my personal goal as a writer, and what I think your goal too, is to have a solid story in the lyrics first, because once you have that solid story and your lyrics are really singing, for, for vocal music, where you have that story as the feature of the actual song, you should always have that first and focus on that first because, yes, the melody needs to be in place. It needs to be a, an effective melody that's hooky, that people are going to remember, right? You also need to have chords that are going to complement the melody and give it space to breathe and put it in its best light. But if you're just singing, ba-ba black sheep, have you any wool? Like those are the words going, ba-ba black sheep, have you any wool? It's like, eh, not really. So you need a story. You need something to say with your lyrics, with your words. So for that reason, it is my opinion, and I think many of you will agree, maybe some of you disagree. I'd love to hear from you in the comments if you agree and if you disagree, that lyrics should always come first when you're writing a song that someone is going to sing. Now, that being said, you might get an idea that's a melody that you put down first and then you set lyrics to it. In that case, you're going to balance like, if you have an inspiration for melody, don't be like, oh, well, Dan said I should write the lyrics first, so I'm not going to listen. No, no, like, if you're inspired, get the melody down and then figure out the lyrics later. Now, let's talk about melody. Because once you have your lyrics, once you have your story, it's time to start translating that story. Maybe you write poetry, too, right? It's time to start taking those poems and putting them into music. Now, I actually like to break this step down into two parts. I like breaking the, the translation of lyrics into the melody into two parts. The first is rhythm. The second is pitch. And I'll tell you why. It, sometimes you can have an inspiration where you hear a really good pitch and rhythm together at the same time that's going to link together with your lyrics to create your song. But a lot of the times you can hear like an okay melody or maybe an okay rhythm and a good melody. Like an okay melody, good rhythm. You want to make sure you can separate those two parts because that's what it's going to take to really craft a melody that is effective, that is memorable, that's rocking and rolling, that's really good. You know, good. It's really all about taking a solid rhythm and solid pitch or notes and putting those together. So what I'll do and you can actually see this in my second music theory book, the best music theory book for beginners too, is I'll take lyrics and then I'll put the lyrics out into music and I'll just do rhythm. So I just, it's one note the whole way through. The entire song is just one single note. Here, I'll actually show you. Before I put any, any, anything to it, you can see everything I've written is just on one note. 
See that? It's one note the whole way through the song. So I just have the rhythm worked out with the lyrics. And what I'm doing is I'm listening back to the rhythm and how the lyrics, how the story is sitting with the rhythm to make sure that that part really grooves, really sings, really feels nice. Then adding the notes is the easiest part in the world because then you go, what do I want my melody to be? And then if you're in a key, you can very easily just plug in the notes from the key. Obviously you can get more, you know, more play outside with bringing in notes that are not from the key. But once you have that rhythm synced up with the lyrics, then adding in the harmonic, well, the melodic aspect of it, the actual notes, the actual, the actual do, re, mi, fa, sol, as opposed to just a do, re, mi, fa, sol, the rhythm, right? So once you have that, then adding in the chords, especially if it's the pop, and remember when I'm saying pop, it's all those genres, adding in the the actual chords, the actual harmony becomes really easy too. Because then you just look at your melody and you go, okay, based on this melody, based on the key, what chords do I think are going to sound cool behind this melody? How long should my chords last for behind each section of the melody? How are the sections of my song created? And at that point, you're good to go. So creating one of those, again, pop, I mean, all those genres where there's a vocal leading which I honestly, I've said it now every time I said pop, so I might have just said that from the beginning. All those genres where you have the vocals leading from the beginning, go through that order, and I think you'll find a very, very effective song. Now, there's a couple caveats, because a lot of times, let's say you're a specialist who plays piano. You're primarily a piano player. Maybe you have a piano idea, like a piano lick or a piano riff for a song. Or if you're a guitar player, you have a guitar riff for a song, and you're like, then you have to work backwards from the riff and be like, okay, is their vocals, are their vocals over this riff? Or is this riff just an instrumental part? Maybe this riff is just the intro. Maybe this riff is an interlude, right? So there's many different ways you can do it. And what I really recommend doing too, as you go through a songwriting process, is give yourself plenty of time to iterate. Now, iterate means to go and make many different versions of it. So don't just have one version of your lyrics and say, okay, I'm done. I mean, you could, because sometimes it works that way, right? Sometimes you're really inspired, you have a great idea, you write it down, first shot, boom, your lyrics are done. <laughs> your work's done, you're off to melody land and rhythm land. But a lot of times you get ideas that are half-baked. It's like the cake's still a little soggy in the middle, and you got to put it back in the oven for a little while. And so really give yourself permission and give yourself time to take a song, put it in lyrics, you know, play around with it, put it into rhythm, maybe take it back, adjust the lyrics, adjust the rhythm, then go add in the notes. Once you've added the notes and maybe you want to take a word out, maybe you want to add some words, maybe you think of a little hook or a little extra thing that you want to add in, right? Give yourself permission to be fluid with taking different parts of the process while you're in other parts of the process and flying them in. Because ultimately what's happening is you're trying to take all these different elements, the lyrics, the melody, which as we know is really two parts, right? It's the rhythm and the notes, and then the harmony of the chords, and you're trying to get them all to work together. You're balancing all of them together to get a song that really sings, that really works all together. Now, if you're writing instrumental music, you don't need to worry about the lyrics, but you still need to worry about the melody. 
So if you're doing music like, you know, Joe Satriani, for example, or Snarky Puppy or something like that, like there's still a melody. There's still melodic ideas. And within that melody, there's catchy rhythm and there's also melody. Whenever you have melody, it doesn't matter if there's lyrics for it or not, you're always going to have those two sort of tree branches coming off of the melody tree of the rhythm and the notes. And then once it comes time to do harmony, look, within harmony, I also see that as really going into two branches as well. Because you can just go with harmony and say, by the way, I don't know if this is in tune, but look, you can just say, okay, look, I was just going to go. Right? Something like super basic like that. And what I'm doing there is I'm just playing chords, just chunky chords. Right? Or you do something a little bit more. Right, and so there's so many different ways of approaching how complex you make that harmony. Is the harmony just going to be chords that hold like the canvas, right? It's like the canvas and then the melody is the painting on the canvas. Or like we talked about before, is it more of a riff idea or is it some combination of the two? Because there's no right way or wrong way of doing that. There really isn't. Now, we do have some questions and some people who have wrote in during the stream. Let's go ahead and... Uh, Pop the chat in so you guys can see what everyone's saying. Oh, it looks like only new comments will display. So I'll read what everyone else has said so far. So we've had a few people over on Facebook. I've, uh, one Facebook user says, I think that lyrics and the music can come independent of each other, whichever comes first. 100%. Right. If you have the idea of the melody, then go for it. Like, get the melody down. But if you get stuck, right, because you might not have an entire song's worth of a melody that comes to you in your moment of inspiration, right? You might just have a little fragment. It's like, take that fragment, record it, save it for a rainy day, come back and visit it, catalog, catalog your ideas. Another person says, the Lord always gives me the lyrics for the song. He wants me to write first the whole song. Oh, very cool. Yeah, some people, and that experience of like where inspiration comes from, so many people talk about it with spiritual connotations, right? Like you look at Sting, Sting, who's written tremendous songs, right? Both by himself and with the police. And he, he's like, the universe gives me the song, right? And so if we filter it through a religious perspective, a lot of people will say things like Lord and God. And if we filter it through a non-religious perspective, you know, that idea of God sort of turns into this undefined the universe, right? And we're all kind of talking about the same idea, the source, the source of inspiration, the source of life. And it's just, we're all talking, we're all talking about the same thing with different words, I believe. But we're, we're not going to get into uh, theology for today. Oh, I think I can actually show these too. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's awesome. I love this feature. Okay. Okay. Another Facebook user says, I like that analytical project process of thinking about piece of music, melody, etc. Great point, Dan. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that the more we can break the ideas of music down into their component parts, and then we understand each part separately, the much better we are able to have control over getting better at each part and then actually recognizing which part we're in. Because what happens is like, I just started taking jujitsu classes and they were teaching me how to do an arm bar, which is when you take someone's arm and you basically threaten to break it. And it's like, there's so many movements that goes to get to the point of like the checkmate of having someone's arm. And it's like, at, by the end of the class, I was just, my mind was just like, 
blank because it was so complicated. But for someone who's been doing it for so long to teach me, what they did is they broke it down into each individual. It's like you grab behind the elbow, you grab the head, you put your heel in the person's, you know, uh, on their thigh bone and on their on their hip bone, and then you and then you shrimp on down, and then you pull their arm. Down. It's like this whole thing where when you understand the component parts, all of a sudden. You have control over it because if you go in and you're trying to write a song, you don't understand the component parts, you're going to hit a wall. You hit a wall where you're no longer understanding what it is you need to do next because you quite simply don't understand the process. But once you understand the process, knowing what you need to do becomes so easy. And you might be thinking, here's a trade-off. You might be thinking to yourself, well, Dan, you're taking all the fun out of writing songs. So when I write songs, I want to be inspired. And it's like, okay, great, go be inspired. But here's the thing, you're not going to be inspired 24-7. You're not, you're not going to wake up inspired and go to sleep inspired. And if you are, please shoot me a comment and tell me how you're doing because I'd love to know because I'd love to do it too. Right? The reality of the human experience is we're not always inspired. And so when you're not inspired, oh, I said we would talk about it another time, but here we are today. This is great. Look, when you're not inspired, it's like, how are you going to use the tools of music theory. How are you going to use the tools of knowing how to write a song to actually get yourself through from the beginning of so the song to the end of the song? Okay, Facebook user gives us a rock and roll sign. Okay, another Facebook user writes in and says, I just start with a bit of the melody and lyrics together. As I sing it, the melody expands a bit and I start adding lyrics to it. Dan has been teaching me to go and work on the lyrics later because the percussion section is something that I have egg. Nord, and it is part of the melodic process. Very cool. That must be from one of my students in my music mastery class. Thank you so much. And hey there, sorry, we don't have the, the Facebook user, as you can see on the chat, just saying Facebook user. Video game Oscar says, probably try start with chords or melody. It's good to start with it, does uh, with, does because then you can make uh, the same melody. But probably try start with chords or melody. It's good to start with because then you can make lyrics with them. Yeah, sure, if you have the melody first, but Video Game Oscar, a lot of people have ideas for lyrics first. Like a lot of people who get into writing songs, they actually start off by writing poetry. They think of themselves as poets first, and then they become songwriters second as part of that process. And I know for me, I get significantly more inspiration around lyrics. Lyrics come to me in much larger chunks than melody comes to me. And so I always start with lyrics because, you know, sometimes I'll fly in little bits of melody, but I'm always hearing lyrics first. Let's say you have another Facebook user who says, when I write guitar solos, I tend to think of a vocal melody to guide me. Yeah, in other words, the guitar is singing. Even try to write a story that a solo is singing. Exactly. And what you can even do too, and this is writing, you know. Right? It's like sing what you play. And when you sing what you play, it becomes a lot more uh, melodic and you can find your way to new ideas as opposed to just, especially if you're a guitar player, playing a shape or playing a scale if, if you're playing any other instrument. The maker of that guitar, that's a Fender. That's a Fender. Uh, Acoustasonic. Jin says, I personally first write chord progression, then melody, and finding lyrics. Look, if it works for you, it works for you. 
Like like I said at the beginning of the lesson, there's a there, there's a three second answer, and then there's a whole big other thing which we've been doing here for the past twenty minutes, right? The three second answer is it doesn't matter. If you if it works for you from your perspective to write the chord progression first, and then almost like start from a high level of the song and work to a small level. That works too. I personally usually prefer to work from small level to high level. So I start with words, then I go to melody, then I go to chords, then I go to form, right? The song form. Now you could do it backwards. And it's, I mean, it's, it's backwards the way I do it, but it's not actually backwards. It's forwards for you. I'm just making sure you don't think I'm doing it backwards like it's bad. It's not bad. It's just opposite. Opposite, not backwards, opposite, right? So look, you're starting with like chord progressions, maybe even form, and then you're zeroing and you're going, okay, what's the melody over it? And then you're going, okay, what are the words to the melody? That's fine. There's no right and there's no wrong way to do it. If anyone has any more questions, pop them in the chat right now and let me know. We'll hang out for another couple moments here and give everyone a chance to ask any question that they may have in their heart about anything that they are working on with songs or what should happen first, lyrics, melody, or chords. While we're waiting, I want to say thank you all so much for watching. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to bring some of my insight, some of my knowledge, and some of my experience to you today. It really means the world to me to be able to share this with all of you. I find it tremendously meaningful and fulfilling. If you are watching on YouTube, check the description of this video. There's a link to my Facebook which I highly recommend. It's a Facebook group. It's great. We do tons of free lessons, some of which you're seeing right here. And then there's also Q&As and other fun stuff that goes on in there. All right, well, I don't see any more questions, so I'm gonna wrap this up for today. Thank you all so much for watching. In summary, it does not matter which happens first, melody, lyrics, or chords. Uh, but... What you should do is you should always break down melody into two. Think about it as the rhythm and then the notes. And then you can also break down the harmony or the chords into two parts. Think of it as the actual chords, the overall harmony. And then also think about what's going to happen within that harmony, whether it be picking, a riff, arpeggiations, broken chords, whatever's going on in there. Roderick says, Dan, what is a very good acoustic guitar to buy to start learning guitar? Am I... I am right-handed. Okay. Well, there's going to be, yes, riffs. Ex exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I'll put uh, some links for acoustic guitar uh, buying tips in the Facebook group. So if you're not in the Facebook group, Facebook group yet, go ahead and join because I'm going to put those tips for buying acoustic guitars in there. Thank you all so much for watching. Uh, it really has been my honor and my pleasure to bring you this lesson today. My name is Dan Spencer. The company is Best Music Coach, and we exist to get you from where you are now to your dream music goals, which is what you've always wanted to do in music. That's why we're here. That is what we do. Have a fantastic and phenomenal rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching. Take care and... Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Music Mastery. To get even more free, useful music learning content that you can use right now, click the link in the episode description. I'll see you there.